WNTN Radio Boston. Welcome back to my show, Italieco. This is your host, Viviana Dragani. And today, my guest is songwriter and artist, record label executive, the BBO2. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Bless, bless, bless on you. Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you so much. So first up, tell us a bit about yourself. What first got you into music? Oh, well, it's from uh, my natural predisposition since I was a kid. I started with dancing, but eventually morphed into songwriting. And um, my greatest strengths, you know, the fact that I come from a, a musical family wasn't really um, the reason why I wanted to music. It was more from the fact that, you know, I can uh, write original very catchy soulful songs so i started writing since i was a kid um i'm a christian so i'm a catholic when i became born again i decided hearing songs and i've always been that ever since you know writing songs is my strength so that's what got me into it basically knowing that with that i have i can self-dependently write i don't have to depend on someone to write my exams for me you know so that got me into music really more. Uh, again, I came from a, a family of, of um, you know, music, strong musical background. That was enough for me, but um, for a regular approach, I mean, but for me, I needed to convince myself more, even more so my parents, uh, because I also come from a family that is very pro-education, you know, so they wanted me to pursue medical, uh, become a doctor, but uh, my older brothers and sisters are, but I eventually they are often music is my thing. Very interesting story. Thank you for sharing it. So you have a new project, Eyes They Red. Tell us about it. What's it about? Eyes the Red is a Nigerian slang for saying, hey, I'm frustrated. I'm angry with the thing that are going on, that kind of thing. So um, I was um, a mind mother of blessed memory passed on to glory 2019 and uh, that was the end of that uh, towards the end of the year so we had to wait till January to go to the barrier so February I was in Africa and um, COVID I never I know I, I heard about COVID coming and all of that I never really thought it was anything so long story short I ended up getting um, <laughs> uh, shot out in Africa. I ended up, you know, I was, I was, uh, the, the planes were on lockdown. Nobody could go any, anywhere. So I was talking in Africa, in Nigeria for, you know, 10 months. That was the longest time I've spent in, in, in Nigeria. So while I was out there, um, I get to see firsthand or witness firsthand the frustration of the average personnel, the politicians just, you know, take their money and, you know, and don't even represent them the, the right way. And uh, it was very sad, you know, the palliative that they gave out to the citizens from, you know, uh, all that, you know, neighboring or, you know, Western world. When it got to them, this folks where their local politicians were stopping them in their own houses, they weren't giving them out. It was a whole lot of stuff it was it, it was very sad thankfully the god covid didn't impact 
Nigeria, you know, like he did the rest of the world in, in, in the sense that folks were just dropping and dying, but they suffered otherwise. And this was more like a natural cause. And I just felt like, wow. So, and then I, I heard, you know, my young artists who I signed out there, they would be like, man, boss, thank you for coming. In. Because while I was there, they didn't have to worry about food or anything like that. So I had a dollar straight to kind of carry out, carry on the house. We were like about 20 people. So, I, you know, including my bodyguards and all of that detail. So I, I had to take care of them, and then they will often say, man, I, they read your boss, you know, my, so you know that what I'm angry, man, if it wasn't for you, man, I'm angry, look at, they will be circulating different videos from social media, how the government were just taking advantage of them and everything, so I was like, man, so I tap into that real quick, that energy, so, you know, we hung out in the studio, uh, my producer, I started a bit, uh, one of my co-producers, rather, and, uh, you know, we laid the track down, boom, and that was how it came about. I had read it was just, you know, speaking on behalf of the average African. Of course, I still have a lot of family members who live out there. Just, you know, me being a voice for the voiceless to represent them in that in that instance. And um, it's, 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 it's not just a politically motivated any standard alone. It's also uh, expressing the frustration of the average person, whether they are being uh, brutalized by police or any unfair, unjust uh, way, you know, uh, unjust way to, to treat a citizen. So it's just a way to kind of express your frustration. So I was talking about everything that kind of went down before uh, that time, during that time and after that time. Also due to the fact that I remember when I was a kid also uh, in, in, being in Nigeria. So a lot of the frustration folks Often talk about back then, it seemed like it was still prevalent in that in this day and age. It was a very uh, a sad time. So that song came from a very strong, strong spiritual standpoint to to kind of represent the voice of the of the average person. Wow! Thank you so much. So, were there any particular bands or artists you took inspiration from? Oh, sure. When I was a kid, um. I admired, you know, uh, Michael, Michael Jackson was was that guy for me. And um, after that, it was the new edition, you know. And um, it, I even started my group named after kind of like new edition, but we were called the new method, you know. So, um, and then also um, there was a local Nigerian musician called Osayomori Joseph. So those were my earliest inspirations. So they got me, they were all pop and big. So I just kind of knew then. And often, oftentimes, again, when I perform or I, I am dancing in the neighborhood, people just circulate around me or when we go to a party. So we used to go from one high school to the other and just compete with other folks. And uh, it was hard for them to match up my energy. So we were always coming up top, you know. So, yeah, they were the first or earliest inspirations that I had. And then later, Prince joined that strongly, in a very strong way. Yeah. Awesome. And if you could collaborate now with any living artist, who would it be? Man, uh, <laughs> it's a whole, it's a slew of them, man. It's a lot of them. Um, <laughs> I like, it's hard. <laughs> it's this, hard, yeah. <laughs> anyone that, that kind of, I'm multi-general, you know, what I can, you know, rap and sing and, you know, hip hop, Afrobeats, and all of that. So, um, I I I love uh, 
uh, Gona, uh, you know, Little Baby, um, Young Thug, um, uh, man, it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot of artists. And then in the Nigerian context, techno, uh, probably the Rema Kid. Uh, yeah, 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 you know. It goes on, it depends on what mood of the song that I'm actually working on at the moment or if, if they were to call me on a general that I know fit best for me, I'll definitely uh, collaborate with them when I'm going. Thank you. And how does the new project represent your style? Well, because it's, you know, uh, uh, mirror it's, it's, it's actually both hip-hop and Afrobeat. So, you know, it, it puts it on that new global uh, sensation that, you know, uh, if you look at it from both sides of the Atlantic. So, you know, uh, um, a part of it is, is very Afri 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 African, and a uh, part of it is also very American. So it's like me uh, delivering a project or a food that I know uh, anyone actually from around the world can tap into. Africans in diaspora who's been over the air abused uh, by by their political representatives, and uh, you know, um, I represent my style because it's swag, it's cool, and it's hippie. You know what I mean? And it's danceable if you feel like going that route with it. Thank you. And what can you tell us about your plans for the rest of 2023? Oh well, right now um, I'm in the middle of re uh, releasing um an EP, which is going to obviously uh, culminate into a full album. So I have like already about six to eight hot singles that I picked out of hundreds. <laughs> so um, I want to drop a classic that I know anywhere around the world, if you heard it, they'll be like, whoa, this is, you know, so it took a long time to put it together. So I, I am dropping the singles either read first and then immediately followed by um, I'm in the moon and then uh, all the way to the top. These are all my singles from that same uh, EP uh, album. And then of course, um, eventually uh, I'm gonna, uh, I was supposed to actually go to Africa and do a lot of interview in this political season out there. But I, um, some folks were like of the opinion that, you know, we should, chill out first for one reason or the other. So, you know, but otherwise I'll be in Africa right now, but I'm still in the, you know, uh, talk with that. Uh, but it's to eventually go to Africa, uh, Africa and um, put out this project. And then uh, there are some of the other projects that are strictly also very American, um, like the um, pull up in the Maserati and then the Lemonade remix track by Gona Marvin, you know. Um, I need to, um, uh, I'm actually, the, the, the management team is, uh, plan is for me to feature one of the other Nigerian artists on the remix. And uh, eventually we're going to come back out here to the Western world, to America. And then, you know, Europe, you know, um, hopefully we come to Arena too, you know. <laughs> shows um you know it's going to be a, a carnival a festival that will be you know uh, it, it will start from touring um you know basically uh, pushing out the singles and putting out the album 
and then uh, promoting and touring with that. And then again, that, that will evolve into the final release of my album or launching of the full album. And then, uh, yeah, it's just going to be show, show, show concerts, more work in the studio and putting out uh, videos uh, to any song that is, you know, gathering much momentum. Gotcha. Thank you so much for joining us today. Alrighty. <laughs> Ms. Viviana. And now... Yeah, Miss Viviana, right? Viviana, correct. Oh, good, good, good. Nice to hear your voice. For sure, for sure, for sure. Thank was, you so much. It was a pleasure. My was... pleasure, my pleasure. Guys, stay tuned because now we're going to play Eyes Day Red. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. What the future is Obviously don't care because facts remain, they ain't one of us. 